Go. Bronan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the Zomundo podcast. In the golden age of podcasts, there was but one undreamed of. And unto this Zumundo, destined to wear the crown of pop culture upon a troubled brow. You are now listening to Doolin and Keith on the Zumundo Podcast. Zumundo Podcast, welcome. My name's Doolin. And my name's Keith. And we're back, finally. Yeah, finally I, back. It's took, good. It's good to be back. It's I don't know. It took us uh, took us a while to get back here again. Um, so we uh, I went on vacation. Yes, you did for two weeks, and we had our pre-recorded shows that we did. It seems like everybody we knew went on vacation over this last few weeks. Yeah, right. Our our, our boy cool. Nino went to uh, Ireland, which was cool. Very cool. Very cool pictures. Yeah. And uh, I went all around, and we uh, had a hard time last week. We were trying. We were we were prepping everything. We were getting the show ready. And uh, we sat down, oh, and the roadcaster, which is like the central hub of all of it, just anybody can crapped see out it on, on the us. video. That's where all these lights and stuff, yeah. and all the sounds coming from. So we weren't able to uh, to go on with the show last week. So it exploded. It yeah, the roadcaster pretty much exploded. But the the people over at, at Sweetwater, Sweetwater. Yeah, uh, got on the phone right away, and they hooked us up, sent out a replacement. It was here Monday. There you go, which was uh, amazing. And I got to send back the other one tomorrow morning, and well, that's awesome. Yeah, oh, there you go. Uh, yeah, they're excellent people over there at that company, and I, I, I've said good things about them in the past, and I'm going to continue to. You know, <laughs> well, awesome. I mean, yeah. So, but we're we're finally back. We're going to try to make up for that lost week um, with uh, maybe a little bit more content tonight. It's like a Twelve hour maybe, show. Maybe yeah. Maybe we'll do like a little little bonus content tonight as we uh, as it's we go forward and stream. And so we are actually uh, streaming on two fronts tonight. We're on TikTok. We're on TikTok, I'm and we're on you. Facebook we're at on the same Facebook. time. Now we were going to try to get on Twitch, but... Twitch uh, got weird. Yeah, Twitch got weird. It's uh, not the easiest uh, to get started on, and I am not the most technologically uh, advanced person, so to speak. So I finally just like, all right, you know what? We'll just... We're going to add Facebook to the mix tonight. I think we're going to start moving away from TikTok um, as we move forward. Yeah, heads up. But yeah, uh, yeah but we're we're back. We're returning a little bit more... Uh, a little bit more TikTok yeah, and uh, Facebook. And we've got all kinds of stuff to talk about. Yeah, we've got lots to talk about. How has your uh, last couple of weeks been, do man? We, Let's do, do you want to hit Bruce? Or are we just going to jump into that? I thought we were going to talk about Okay. Well, yeah, because, I mean, it's pertinent to my week, the brew part. Um, okay. But my week has been absolutely awesome so far. Okay. We uh, we got into some karaoke on we Tuesday night. We got into some advanced level karaoke. <laughs> Uh, we decided, actually, we didn't decide. Doolin came up with a great idea for a game of karaoke <laughs> that you can use. Please feel free to use to tor torture your friends with, um, where we threw all our names in a glass and you drew a name and you got to pick the yeah, song, you pick the that, song. That, that person sings, which mm -hmm. uh, it, it, it can be, you know, hey, I got Doolin's name and I know he sings this song real well. I'll have him sing Yeah, that. except you didn't. You had me sing uh, Torn by <laughs> Natalie and Brulia. It, it was an amazing rendition of it as well. It was kind of sad. Right. He got me back, though. I did. You had to sing uh, Shania Twain's I Feel Like, I a, feel woman. like a Woman. Yes, yeah, so. that was... Um, you know, it's a good thing that nobody was there besides our friends. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also had to sing R.E.M., which was fun. And then... Uh, 
Yeah, there's some good songs. It was a good time. Yeah. And you had to sing Ghostbusters. And I had to sing Ghostbusters. Which was great. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, it's been a long couple of weeks before, uh, since rather, we we sat down and we discussed the brews, the news, and the reviews. So shall we get back into it? Absolutely. Let's pull back into the swing of things. Here we go. Pull back. And now, brews, news, and reviews. It's Dinks. Brews, news, and reviews, where first we talk about the brews, and we talk about the news, then... We talk about the reviews. So well, let me know. What are you drinking tonight? Uh, the blood of my enemies is what this. Uh, there's actually <laughs> there's there's a story behind this. So um, so I got this I got this cup from my uh, my girlfriend's mother got this for me, and we had this like thread going for Christmas, where uh, you know for the Secret Santa, if, if somebody in the family uh, you draw their name, like you know you have to kind of find out like what. They wanted so basically they had this okay. thread going, and I was being a uh, I was being a smartass, and uh, they were she was like, well, what do you want? And I said, the blood of my enemies. And her her mother got me this cup that says the blood of my enemies on it, and I filled it with uh, <laughs> I filled it with some Pinot Noir. So it's, classy. It's you know I didn't know what else to. We drink do wines tonight, on so. here, yeah, yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, but anyways, great. so there you have it. What are you drinking tonight? Uh, tonight I'm drinking Fear Movie Lions um, from Stone. And mm-hmm. it's a hazy double IPA at 8.5% alcohol. And it's got a little story. Ooh, it's a on strong the, one, man. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, it'll be great for this long show. Um, one of the cool things about it is there's a little story about like there, it reads Fear Movie Lions on a piece of their uh, mm-hmm. brewery in Richmond on either a piece of the wall or the floor or something. But it always reminds me for some reason of Troy and Brad Pitt, you know, where he's like, we are lions. Oh, yeah. Like, like of course. fear movie lions. It kind of makes sense because they're, you know, man lions mm-hmm. in the movie or whatever. Uh, and that's my takeaway. Good. It's strong. It's nice. It's good to get something from Stone. Sure. Um, I haven't had anything from them in a minute. Okay. We're just having a lovely conversation about Dogfish Head a couple weekends ago when I was in D.C. and um, and uh, and Stone, the 90-minute IPA specifically. And they're awesome. Yeah. Cool. But outside of that, man, this week has been been pretty good man yeah pretty good awesome yeah well uh so that's that's the bruise bruise only takes a second so um let's uh let's jump into the news we got entertainment news on deck just as we always do so uh, do you want to do you want to talk about some entertainment we've got all kinds of cool stuff going on man and we're going to start with a uh uh a cool shout out to the man pat sajak has come out and said that he's retiring from the wheel of fortune after (sighs) So I mean, this is kind of old news. It's a week old, but yeah. Um, well, you know, we 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 missed last week though. So calling it quits. I don't know if Vanna White is retiring either, but or as is well. She's still doing that show. Yes, sir. How she old is. is Vanna White now? Um, I don't know. She doesn't look as old as she is. But, um, <laughs> Good for her. They're both you know old. Um, but Pat actually got a start in journalism, I believe, in the military, like in the Air mm-hmm. Force or something. And he was telling a story about it one time. It was pretty cool, actually. Um, yeah, kind of kind of interesting news there. Uh, otherwise, we've got some. Uh, I like how you say like Star Trek and Star Wars adjacent with some of your stuff. Right, yes, yeah. Um, yeah. I got to give a shout out to my friend uh, Valerie Weiss. She directed an episode of the new Star Trek series. Uh, oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. uh, what, uh, which series? Uh, There's a couple of them. There now, is. I think. It's the it's the Strange New Worlds one. Oh, okay. the one with uh, Captain Pike and all them. Okay, cool. Uh, really she directed cool. an episode. Yeah, yeah. Season two, episode two. It's a courtroom episode two, which is kind of a cool like subgenre in the Star Trek 
community. She gave a great um, interview about it specifically on um, Screen Rent, okay. uh, which was kind of neat. And, um, you know, she also got to plug a, a something that we all do together, which is called the Panda Paddle. It's a it's a fundraiser for the uh, World Wildlife Fund, and it's mm-hmm. pretty cool. And The WWF? Y- yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody makes that joke, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I actually met her, uh, what was it, I guess a year ago or so, a little bit over, um, which she taught me how to stand up paddleboard, actually. In nice. Yeah, she, ta- she was okay. out there directing the uh, Outer Bank show. Really cool, cool stuff. It's a great, uh, great organization, great fundraiser that we're doing with that, and uh, a lot of great people. So, you know, if anybody wants to get out there and, and raise some money for some pandas and stuff, um, you know, check it out. Paddling for the pandas? Yeah. Oh, okay. Panda paddle, it's fun. Nice. Um, cool. Yeah. What cool. A, Very cool. All right. So, uh, and so, yeah, you so said you met her out there, and she's uh, now, maybe we'll... Uh, See if she see if she ever wants to call in and talk Star Trek. That'd be fun. That, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, she's going to do another episode. Do I found oh, that dude, out today? Yeah. Too, yeah. So yeah. Valerie, if you're listening, um, please, yeah. please, 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 we'd love to have you call in and talk some Star Trek with us. That'd be fun. Yeah, Trek's cool. All right. And I, I actually just recently got to start watching that show when I was flying. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a few episodes on on the plane, and I was like, you know what? Let me let me check it out. It's, sure. It's the Trek. It's not the wars. It's the Trek. You know. But there's we, there's a place for both. I yeah. Think. Exactly. And. uh I was surprised at how much I liked it. I was like, this is great. And mm-hmm. so I'm going to keep watching it. Man. It's awesome. Nice. All right. So you got that. Uh, I'll jump over to uh, a little bit of uh, entertainment news here. Um, and once again, this is like last week, but we missed a week. So here we are. Uh, we got a trailer for Craven the Hunter. Yes. <sighs> I need to talk about this. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's chat about Craven the Hunter. You've been craving to speak about it? So, <laughs> I've been craving uh, to speak about Craven. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> From what I understand, I've heard that he's a Spider-Man villain. Is this true? Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, he was a Spider-Man villain. So, how does he get his own movie? And uh, are we? Does so that mean we're doing more Spider-Man. Here's movies? the thing. Um, so, you know, as you know, I'm not knocking it. I'm um, just, you know, you know, Spider-Man exists within the MCU in the multiverse. Um, I just saw the new Spider-Man movie. It's great. Oh, okay. Uh, I haven't seen uh, Spider-Verse 2 yet. I'm sure it's great. Um, But uh, Spider-Man exists within the multiverse, uh, specifically within the MCU. And uh, Sony has the movie rights for Spider-Man. Now, Disney and Sony have shared movie rights. For the Avengers? No, just for that character only oh. so if uh you know so if there's a spider-man movie you know they can lend one of their mcu characters to the spider-man movie because it does all exist in the same universe right. but there's but there's a split licensing there so people want to know who gets paid for right so said character exactly so the funny thing is now they're doing these other movies like venom and uh morbius and now yeah, craven cool yeah um, now, Craven, they're doing these movies because they can, essentially. Like, like you know, we have the rights for these Spider-Man characters that the MCU can't touch because these are, like, under the umbrella of Spider-Man. So that's why they're, like, cranking out these uh, movies because... So Sony's making the movies. Sony's, yeah. Sony's ah. are making these movies. Now, if you ask, like, Sony if these movies exist within the MCU, they'll say, yeah, obviously. Duh. Now, if you ask Disney if these movies exist within the MCU, they'll just say, I don't know these people, man. Like, you know, it's, yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah, it's kind of, it's weird where it's like they are part of the MCU, Business but stuff. the MCU is not part of it. It's a weird, it's a weird thing. Okay. Um, so every time I see like one of these like um, Spider-Man villain standalone movies, I just think to myself, I'm like, do we really need to keep cranking these movies out? Yeah, a lot of people talk about superhero fatigue, and there's still some great stories. I kind of agree told. with the superhero um, fatigue. Man. And uh, I mean, it's hard to top 
at, you know, Infinity Wars and Endgame were, were just great movies, and mm-hmm. there was a lot going on. Not every character was in there, but a lot of characters were. Mm-hmm. Uh, cameo of Howard the Duck, mm-hmm. um, which we talked about before. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just, it's, you know, doing a whole other uh, phase and, and another setup and stuff. And there's, you know, they're reaching out into the galactic uh, universe right now, specifically with, with Marvel stuff. And, mm-hmm. um yeah, you're either in there or you're not, but I get it. It's been 20 years, or it's not 20 years, but it's been a long time, a lot of movies. It's it's more than 20 things that have been filmed and yeah. produced, you know? Um, so that, that's it's a lot of content. It's a lot of content to get through if you want to know the whole story and stuff like that. Yeah. True, yeah. yeah. But, you know, they're, they're cool. Yeah. And I'm sure there's going to be some great ones that come out. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, we got we got the trailer for that, and I just, I'm, I'm a little underwhelmed by it. You know, I, I, I'm not hating on it. I just I just don't see the point of it, man. Fair enough. Anyways, so that's uh, that's what I got for the uh, for movie news. I got something for huge. movie news. Well, you got some more stuff. Hit me. I got something huge. What do you got? This is just for you. All right. And I hope this is real. And I didn't get April Fools or something in June. Um, okay. A new Leprechaun movie, bro. Oh no, you gotta be freaking <laughs> yes, kidding me, you man! Love the Leprechaun. Are you serious? I am dead serious, God, man. God, we gotta and we gotta get off of doing like all of these throwbacks, dude. It's it's gonna be well, it's gonna be Leprechaun Eight, right? Like, so it's not really a throwback. It's never stopped. It's it's actually Lionsgate's. Is it Lionsgate? Is it now? Do we have Warwick Davis returning? So as... Warwick Davis hasn't been in the last few. And the guy that replaced him, you know, they argue that he's done a pretty good job and try to keep that character up. But Warwick Davis definitely brought something special to the Leprechaun guy. And mm-hmm. it makes it hilarious because um, he's the most consistent thing in the movies. Um, but this one apparently is going to be kind of like Seven, which was really Leprechaun 2 because it was the direct sequel to the first one. Just uh, seven movies later. It, and, isn't that this weird thing yeah, where they keep on going back? It, and Yeah, it's kind of wild. But that, uh, that one, uh, a lot of people always talk about, oh, Leprechaun was Jennifer Aniston's first movie, right? Right. Well, the girl in Leprechaun 7 was played her daughter. Okay. If that makes sense. Uh, uh, ta- uh, Taylor Spreitler. Okay. Uh, yeah, or something like that. And um, so the, it might be these characters returning to the to the franchise, which is kind of cool. I mean, it's the Leprechaun. It's just ridiculous. Like, he's he's going to space, man. He's gone to the hood. You know, he's... <laughs> He's got all kinds of stuff, right? Um, but we'll and see. then he went back and to the hood, lest, is, I'm, lest I'm, we forget. I'm sort of trolling you because I know you love a leprechaun. No, no, so. I know. It's just, uh, yeah. it, no, no, it's funny. It's uh, no, funny. I'm oh, oh, yeah. sorry about that. I got some That's I got all right. Some feedback. Um, Go ahead. Yeah, I had a note about Asteroid City. Not a big deal. Um, I saw a preview last week, and I have to give a shout out to my girl, Lizzie Kaplan. She's got the same birthday as me, which is tomorrow, the 30th. Uh, so does Mike Tyson stuff. So she gets free advertising from us, I guess. But there's a movie, Cobweb. Looks like a creepy haunted Cobweb. Cobweb. It's like a creepy haunted house movie. There's a kid drawing weird pictures in school. The parents okay. could be like part of this like ghostly thing. You don't really know. The preview's kind of interesting though. Uh, and if you're into that, I know a lot of people. As soon as like scary movie stuff comes on with like families and stuff, they're like, "No, I'm out. Oh, my girlfriend I'm loves out. scary movies. Um, like I don't, I don't. Which is so weird. Yeah, a but. lot of people like them a lot. So that's kind of cool. And. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the champ, happy birthday to both of you, Lizzie yeah. and Mike. Lizzie and, and Mike, happy birthday everybody to you else guys, that has man. our birthday, because it's a pretty cool birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's what I got for movie stuff going on. Nice. In the in the Hollywood and whatnot. Okay. Yeah, we got video game stuff, too. We got, all right, well, let's hit, hit it with some video yeah, game a lot news, of news, man. Tonight. All right. Uh, so a bunch of cool trailers came out over the last couple of weeks. Skulls and Bones got a new one, where they sing a sea shanty. Looks a lot like Assassin's this is like Creed. A pir- I'm assuming this is like a Pirates game. Yes, very okay. much so, but pretty cool. It's you know, uh, it's got like worldwide cultural elements and stuff, so it's okay. kind of neat. Um, cool, I like it. I dig it. Some more on the Star Wars Outlaws game, which people are calling Grand Theft Auto in Star Wars. Okay, uh, yeah, the protagonist is a female character who's 
got a uh, sidekick, but not a droid. It it looks like an axolotl. You know? <laughs> oh yeah, the yeah ax- those are always little, fun, little right? Animal, but it's like furry and cute. You know, it looks like the axolotl is this weird thing. It's got gills that they got to the they got to get those toy merchandising rights oh, out, man. This one's perfect. Hopefully, <laughs> they get it better than the um, Baby Yoda, right? Because apparently they didn't. <laughs> that was that was only to sell enough. toys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I heard they didn't. They didn't make them fast enough. And then they didn't make them. Yeah. Like for the, fr- I'm like, Dude, like are you like, kidding me? Like, what was it Etsy and uh, Alibaba and all those places were making them? Yeah. And then Disney's and then like, Disney got pissed we, off. We messed up. Like, we got to make them anyway. And they sold like hotcakes. Of course, <laughs> I saw a kid walking around when I went to see Spider Man the other day carrying a Baby Yoda guy. Right. Of course. I know he's got a different name, but um, all right. Real quick, I'll, I'll blow through some of the stuff. Right. So Starfield, some of us, uh, I think it was Matt from that sort of podcast actually asked us about Starfield. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. On that note, uh, Matt, from, I think their latest episode there was a uh, full review of Starfield. That's so, awesome. so if you uh, if you get a chance, go over and check out uh, Matt from that Fair, That's Fair podcasting for a full review because they gave us a shout out this last week again. So yeah. that was really nice of them. Oh, cool. Cool. Please. Uh, uh, this is just to give you a, a kind of what it is. Okay. Um, it's uh, and we give you what you need, you know. That's what we do here on the show. Uh, this game looks pretty sick, actually. Um, mm-hmm. Now that I've you know checked it out, some kind of looks like a Destiny-ish, um, you know, n- not not like a Fallout type thing, but like a real high tech space near reality. So like the right. guns and stuff look like they're feasible and but they don't f- look futuristic they don't not, look too yeah, like it's far-fetched a, yeah it's not very far-fetched the spacesuits look functional mm-hmm. um you know i'm not an astronaut or anything but you know i'd probably put one on and feel safe like the way it looks <laughs> like the graphics and stuff are really cool uh it, it the pre- presentation is just great it's kind of like titan folly too a little bit if that makes sense okay um and uh, it looks like a really fun adventure game where you're going to fly around space and do really cool stuff. I mean, I'm down. And, I'm on board for that. Plus, you yeah. know, it's it's Bethesda and like Skyrim is one of my favorite they games. Said so. This is the first universe or, you know, universe that they've created in you know, a oh. bunch of years. So it's good. And actually, know, I have a little bit of news game. on that um, just as a follow up. September 6th. We're looking at the release of that on September 6th. So um, Sharice, uh, sweetheart, if you're listening to this, um, I'm, I'm probably not going to be around much September 6th of the oh, 9th. Oh, I thought he was saying, buy me a video game. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, I'll buy the video game myself. Uh, I'm funny. just letting you know, like, I, I'm buy probably, I mean, you you come over, but I'm probably going to be playing this video game. That's funny. Um, I saw a trailer for a Demon School video game. Demon School? Yeah, it's like a highly anime-styled uh, turn-based fighting game where you're killing demons and crazy stuff. You're like mm-hmm. a high, bunch of high school students and right. like saving the you know world, of course, because that's course. what, that's you know, what high you school do. students do. Uh, a couple, there was a bunch of VR stuff that came out, but uh, besides the Apple thing, you see that? The uh, Apple headset that's like $3,500. Oh, it's Jesus, crazy. man, yeah. who's going to spend that money oh, People on are going to do it, but did you see the meme where Macho Man Randy Savage, and, and they, they do the Apple headset next to his sunglasses, and you're like, oh, he was way ahead of his time. Oh, God. Because <laughs> it, it is kind of low profile, but it's cool. Anyway, uh, sorry, I digress, but Peaky Blinders <laughs> got a VR game. Mm-hmm. Um, which is that crazy, like, um, yeah, the Irish 1920s, yeah, yeah, pretty neat. Um, but then the big stuff, man, uh, Detective Pikachu, I'll give a shout on that. It's it's out October 6th on Switch. Uh, mm-hmm. there's a Hello Kitty the- Island Adventure I just saw, which looks like a random activities kind of thing. I'm not sure, I don't know much about it. Just mm-hmm. saw like a two second thing. What's it called? Hello Kitty Island Adventure. <laughs> what, what are you clowning me? No, uh, I was just, uh, yeah. just checking. Yeah, I mean, it's like you know, one for kids and stuff, probably. Uh, but the big ones here are retro as we love, mm-hmm. uh, super Mario RPG remake. Yes. This is a huge announcement. I love super Mario RPG, man. For everybody who doesn't know, 
um, Square. Square. It was it was SquareSoft at the time. Yeah, Square, SquareSoft, Square Enix teamed up with Nintendo and made a Final Fantasy game, basically type it, type game type game in the Super Mario Brothers IP. Yeah, and it was really really good. I've never heard fun. anybody say it was bad. No, it was like, a lot of. I mean, well, see, I was a fan of Super Mario Brothers, and also I was a fan of like the Final Fantasy games at the time. So I was about 13, 14 years old when that came out, damn. and so that came out. I'm like, oh my god, this is like the best of both worlds. Super, I remember yeah. you playing that. Actually, I do actually. I was playing. It, I yeah. I played it not too long ago, like really? maybe last year. Nice on my emulator. I was like, oh shit, I haven't played this so, in a long time. I'm pretty sure I own it. It is because it's like the Secret of the Seven Stars or something like that, right? Uh. The legend, uh, the seven stars. Yeah, okay. I think, yeah, yeah something. I, I have it in my in my gaming collection. I've never finished it. I mm-hmm. played through the beginning, and I, I thought it was great. Um, but this is a great excuse to re go back and mm-hmm. play it again, you know, and, and finish it off. Um, the other big Super Mario news. Sorry, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Drinking beer here uh, is Super Mario Brothers Wander. Okay, wonder, <laughs> wonder or wander? Wonder, wonder. Yeah. Okay, yeah. We just gotta. My uncle used to say wander when you when you play Age of Empires two. He's like, get to build that wander. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so this is great. Um, it's a cool two D. Apparently, there's a thing they're gonna go two D, three D, two D, three D. They've been doing that. Uh, apparently, I don't mm-hmm. know if it's intentional, but that just seems to be the way it is. Um, this is a two D Mario. Side scrolling, just like the, th- Dude, back the other, to back to the old school, back to the original formula. I like it, but it's got so much cool throwback stuff to like Mario three. So like, remember the music notes? You could bang. And oh, jump of course, high off. of course. These like you run across, and it's like like it does some really neat stuff. Okay, you get the suit. I think I've seen the. I've, yeah, I've watched the trailer the, for this. The suits, uh, like the Tanuki suit type stuff. Oh yeah, um, but this one you can turn into an elephant, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so who knows what he can do, right? Uh, elephant Mario, but um, <laughs> squirt water maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, that's cool. He picks Stomp. stuff up with his nose. Um, but uh, there's there's a crazy thing that you can kind of do, and it changes everything, makes it really psychedelic, and mm-hmm. the uh, pipes are moving, and you know everything's got personality. It's it's a Mario's game that looks really over the top, so uh, mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. And I know that was a lot of stuff, but I think that was that a lot of yeah. But we had a lot we had a lot of news. And that's out to, October twentieth, I believe. Uh, yeah, we had a lot of news to catch up on for uh, movie news. I think the only thing I reported was the Craven Hunter or Craven the Hunter trailer, and that was it. So the trailer is good for that. Yeah, I have to say. So you you yeah you got a lot. Got a lot to cover. Um, you know, we couldn't do Bruise News and Review. Oh, do you have anything else? No, no, I'm good here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, just... We couldn't do Bruise News and Reviews without the review portion of it. And I'm going to go a different direction with the review. This t- Oh, wait, you have a review, too. Right. Yeah. Do you want you want to hit yours first, or do you want me, um, to, you want me to go? No, I'm excited to hear it. All right. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, when I was on vacation, read a book. Is that crazy? Like, I read a book. Um, like, so, in, like a book. Yeah, like the little rectangular things and they've got the words in them and stuff and yeah. you read them. It's it's almost like a movie for your mind, I'm for those of you who don't know. I'm aware of the technology. <laughs> I just, uh, I've never seen it in person. Um, so, yeah, I read uh, I read. there's a book from uh, 2005. Um, it was this, It's this really cool science fiction novel that I picked up and there's six books in the series. The last one was written in 2015. Okay. So, yeah, so it, it's uh, six books span 10 years, but the name of the book is called old man's war by john scalzi and this was really really cool and um of course 2005 when that came out the big thing around that time was uh halo yeah that was and huge. i feel like it was very kind of halo inspired ah. from that kind of thing so the let me tell you the premise of this book because i thought it was a lot of fun they have a uh so earth is kind of like this this backwater planet um, and a lot of the resources are dwindling and things like that. There is this um, whole other world outside of the Earth, obviously, of uh, colonized planets and things like that. But most people from Earth don't get to go. Um, but 
you can sign up to go if you want when you turn uh of retirement age so i think it's like 75 years old okay um you can go off to war oh interesting right so like, you know so, backwards not like you well, turn 18 sign up <laughs> no 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 yeah. like you uh, you don't go so the main character um named john uh, i forgot his last name john boy anyways main characters <laughs> uh main, na- the main character named john uh goes signs up and they ship him off into space and when you go out there um if you so he's survive an old man. he's an old man okay. hence old man's war right. if you can survive out there like you can go become a colonist basically like you get like your own little piece you of, yeah like on any one of the colonized huh. planets and stuff so what they do is um they they have your dna and they've cloned your body into this like um 25 year old version of yourself okay. and you're like genetically enhanced and that kind of thing and they transfer your consciousness from your old body I to this like young, younger yeah. body and stuff um it's a really cool concept just fun science fiction military because a lot of it's about this military campaign because they're fighting for planets there's a bunch of other aliens out okay. there there's scarce resources and they're yeah and they're, yeah. you're fighting for the resources on these planets with these aliens oh wow so it was it was a great novel if you want just some really cool science fiction old man's war by john scalzi there's six books in the series i read the first one i loved it highly recommend awesome yeah so that sounds really great yeah that sounds really great so you've uh you've got some see my ninja turtle shirt (laughs) you got Um, some news right or not some news from reviews rather yeah yeah so i've got a quick down and dirty here on diablo 4 came out this month and i played it uh, I am currently level 49. I know everybody else is already 100 and run through all the stuff. Um, that being said, uh, it really did go back to the old way of Diablo. Remember, like we used to play yes, Diablo yeah, in, yeah. in high school with our so dial-up internet connection. It, it it so much went back to the old ways of Diablo. Oh, that, then that, we're gonna have to play it. Then I am stuck and I can't beat it. <laughs> oh, really? Unless, yeah, it's not one of those things where you can level up and get overpowered. Everything scales with you, so that's mm-hmm. been a, a praise and a complaint of the game. Yeah, um, it's pretty cool though, actually, because you never feel like super overpowered uh, unless you do some of these crazy meta builds at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can do some pretty cool stuff. Um, but that being said, uh, it's a cool game. Uh, the story's pretty good. Uh, Lilith as a character is a bad guy. is pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the graphics are amazing. The gameplay, being able to play with a bunch of people, I think it's like four or five people you can play on a team right. with. I mean, like in, in the old days, it was three. So, yeah, you know, yeah. that's not bad, um, right? There's a bunch of different classes. I, I played a wizard guy, which isn't the strongest. And in, in three, they were really good. This one... Mm-hmm. They're just mediocre. Um, Remember, yeah. can you can you cheat like you like we used to back in high school? Not that I'm aware. Of okay, yet. Yeah. but not yet. But yeah. I guarantee you, they're working on it. Um, yeah, who knows what the seasons? <laughs> they're doing like seasons and stuff, so it's it's going to get a bunch of and things are going to get nerfed and 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 all that good stuff. But yeah, a lot of it requires like your builds, and you kind of you can't just like go through the game kind of haphazardly you probably are going to watch a youtube video or two even if you're a casual player interesting um or is it um i remember so i remember back in the day with like the og diablo Mm-hmm. They had it to where, like, go down into the dungeons, and it was just sort of randomly generated. Yes, every yes. is it still that, or so is it there like- are things that are randomly generated, from what I understand, but um, uh, not everything is. Okay, um, so you, it it kind of seems like your side quests are kind of random. Okay, um, but I haven't finished the tier two world, like beat the game to unlock the the nightmare dungeons and stuff. Like that. <laughs> I'm okay. sure there's a lot more stuff going on in there, mm-hmm. and they're kind of like throwback to the uh, uh, what do you call them? Um, the the Nephilim 
rift greater rift dungeons and stuff from, sure from part three it's kind of nuts so it, anyway action rpg <coughs> lots of magic cool effects um it's a slower paced game than the last one uh but it's a lot of fun so far i got a couple friends that play maybe i'll i'll get them to help me get past my sticking point i found a boss that just n- nuked me every time mm. um but yeah it's cool i'd say give it a shot All right diablo 4 uh, keith at the thumbs up so yeah. uh, i'm you know you know i'm probably gonna have to uh Download that for Xbox here pretty soon, so I can yeah, get in on yeah, it. We can definitely. I need. I, I haven't played Elder Scrolls much. So I need to get back to that. I don't know, man. I so many either. games. Yeah. Well, everybody's been gone, so that's yeah. which is okay. All right. Well, you know, come on back for more entertainment news next week. But for now, we're going to talk about some comic book news. Yeah, some cool stuff. Yeah, let's go ahead and uh, check in with Comic Man. Comic Man from Baltimore. He's got more books than a comic store. From X-Men to Fantastic Four, all the sagas he's explored. It's time to check in with Comic Man. We are going on with Comic Man. Charles, we missed you, buddy. All right, hey, what's up, buddy? Would you stop waving your sword in my face? That's a... Not a, not a, don't, don't wave swords at people. So what are you doing over well, there? Well, I'm not waving it. It's just, just <laughs> holding it. It's, it's like one of those LARP ones. All right, so, uh, yeah, we haven't had you on the show since, what was it, episode five, I think? Yeah, And we're yeah. on episode eight, so we, yeah, missed, we missed six and seven, and then we missed last week because we had technical difficulties. We couldn't get the show up and going. So, yeah. Um, so welcome back, man. I'm sure we got lots to talk about. Yeah, no, I've been putting the word out, trying to get some uh, attention to the, you know, to the to the podcast. I, I promised people I'd strip, but then, you know, awesome, yeah, full frontal all the you time. Know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, 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 that was disappointed that I'm not. You can't blame Keith and Doolin. This is my yeah, life. exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we apparently, uh, yeah. I respect apparently, that. it was I quote inappropriate, and I quote better not. You know, so. <laughs> was this I yeah. quote your wife in quote? Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of rules here. It's always okay. like, you know, hey, Charles, take out the garbage. Charles, do the dishes. Charles, put your pants back on. We're at the food course. And I'm like, I can't keep up with all these rules. Don't, don't wave your penis ridiculous. at traffic. It's it's it's, it's yeah. ridiculous. Exactly. The list of you know, how am I supposed to keep up with all this? Societal norms, man. They're rough. They're rough. <laughs> well, let's get to so, yeah, uh, we got some good stuff this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's, let's get what to what's on the show, yeah, man. We're yeah, yeah, it's good to hear from you. Thanks, you too, man. Let's get let's get to the comic books, dude. What's uh what's on the shelves? And once again, like uh, if you guys don't know, that's why we have our resident comic book expert. Yep. What's good? Well, I, I'd say one of the big DC had a really good week this week. Oh, cool. Batman: Brave and the Bold number two. It's a little anthology. Mm-hmm. Tom King is writing one of the most sadistic Joker stories. I mean, mm. it's, it's it's just so twisted. Just just how, especially since in all of the panels, you never see the Joker talk. It's only done like like those old silent movie, like you know those like voice cards, right? Cool. Like when people would talk in the silent movies, and they would just hold up. Every bit of dialogue from the Joker is presented like that. Interesting. And uh, it's just this this interesting touch to it. But I mean, he's just like masquerading. It takes place during like it's it's basically a retelling, a reinterpretation of the first meeting between Batman and the Joker. This awesome. Is, this so is it's just absolutely brutal. I mean, brave. he is just violent. Okay. This is Brave and the Bold. Yeah, Batman, Brave and the Bold. Okay. It's, it's, there's there's and four the stories in it. That's that's the that's the lead story. There's, you know, the other stories are pretty decent. You know, Batman Incorporated and Superman has this one little thing. Mm-hmm. But um, the, that that lead story by Tom King is just dynamite. Awesome. Detective Comics proper, Batman is, has been all, just under Ram. This guy Ram V, he's he's just killing it on that. He's telling this like I don't know how many parts it's going to be, but it's at least like twelve parts right now. It is just like it just keeps going. It just expansive okay. like. Wow. 
versus all of these like secret societies and stuff like that. Green Arrow continues to, you know, be awesome. Tim Drake <laughs> Robin has finally been mercy killed. One of the <laughs> I think you were saying that last time, time, right? <laughs> You're like, please oh, kill this yeah, character I to, off. I have to say, you know, I have to say, this issue was actually a lot better, but it's like, you know, it still had some rough parts, but I have to say, at least it went out on a higher note than the rest of the series, because the series was just, I mean, cool. I've read a lot of comic books, and this was just absolute garbage. Mm. But, you know, hopefully Tim gets a you know, new life somewhere else, and like, you know, someone that knows how to write comics can actually <laughs> take over. <laughs> hey, you know, we go back to the first one, yeah. the mm -hmm. death of death, so yeah, he's out there exactly. somewhere in the multiverse. It, he's, yeah, they, yeah, Nobody's ever really dead. No, it's funny you mentioned the cards no. and, the, and the the thought process. Uh, there was a couple of points in the new Spider-Man uh, across the multiverse stuff going on that mm -hmm. they showed the cards of what the character was actually thinking. You know, when when they were talking about Miles was like invisible and stuff, yeah. so he couldn't talk out loud. You know, but he's like talking to his internal monologue, and it was pretty cool. Actually, it was, it was done really neat. Like, mm. yeah, yeah. Have you seen the and movie? That was, yet? And that actually. I have, and that goes that goes. Um, you know, talking about that, I was going to bring up Spider Verse because you're talking about the who sh who owns what and who does that. Sony right. does, you know, the Spider Verse movie. Correct. Mm -hmm. But they did reference, obviously, they referenced Venom by having him appear like at the uh, the counter where the, uh, the the little you know corner store, wherever the bodega that Eddie Brock you know shops right, at, right. the Asian woman. That's and um, they mention. You know, they don't say it outright, but they mention Doctor Strange and our Peter Parker by they mentioning do, the Earth yes. that the MCU oh, takes that's place funny. on. All right, so, they, yeah. so that nice little so, nod. so that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's some there's some yeah, pretty cool a, crossover, and it was a can, nice little like it was a definite reference to Doctor Strange, Strange Madness yeah. of the Multiverse. Yeah, it was it was, mm -hmm. it was directly like, like like blatant like that they said it without saying it. it was I mean, great. they kind of have to well, at that point, yeah. you know. You know, mm -hmm. the the thing is obviously because Spider Man had yeah. a multiverse experience, right? Right. Um, the they did so well with the first one. It's pretty obvious they're going to let this director and creator do whatever he wants, uh, possibly for yes. a while. Because um, I think they they probably I don't know what the budget for the first movie was, but I loved it. I know everybody that I've seen it that I've talked to is, has was absolutely in love with it. Uh, we all love Miles; he's a great Spider Man. Mm -hmm. And um, this one was really good. And then when when it when it ended, I was like, "What?" Like it was it was pretty nuts because it's it's a uh, there, there's a good saga going on here, you know. Yeah, if, if they can stick the landing and let this guy just like you know, like just keep it under control and just like don't go too far, it, it'll probably be one of the greatest movie trilogies because it is just, it was just so. Even just the animation, like in the colors, the like you styles know, seeing, were nuts. Uh, you know, Gwen Stacy, you know, Gwen Stacy having a fight with her father and seeing how the colors in the room was so muted, and when they like reunite, all of the, her colors go behind her, like and they, mm, they like yeah. they merge. It's just it's it's all those little subtleties that are just There's, like the animation. Exactly, the individual yeah. for Spider Punk versus the way it is for Miguel O'Hara. It's 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 Spider Punk brilliantly was awesome. done, yeah. and the fact that you go through the first twenty five. First twenty five minutes of the movie, there's no Spider Man. Mm -hmm. It's all Gwen. Yeah, there's like, like the no, first like twenty minutes or so, and it's, it's like, weird, yeah. but it but it doesn't feel like she's taking the spotlight away from Miles. It makes perfect sense narratively to have every character be be the way it's supposed to be. It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I think it was it was a very intelligent movie. It's very well written. I did see a, a quick interview on I think Good Morning America with the guy who who did it. I can't remember his name right now. Is is he the the human that you see in the movie that's not animated? Um, Which who was it? I, I didn't see. He the, was in the uh, cage. Interview. He was in the cage. But the, the the guy who created this one and he he did uh, talking to them. He was like, "Hey, 
if you guys want to do a live action, you know, Miles movie, you know, or or the multiverse or whatever, you know, let me know. I'm down, you know, hmm. uh, which is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think when we were just talking about superhero fatigue and stuff, somebody mm-hmm. like this with a new breath of fresh air uh, doing their own thing could be really cool for the franchise, you know. Well, he and he he seems to have a, he seemed to have a grasp of the characters. Like it right. didn't feel <laughs> like Peter Parker didn't have to be put away to bring Miles up. Like there was no like we talked about you know we talked offline about Indiana Jones and stuff right. like that about yeah. the tearing down of like Luke Skywalker <laughs> and things right, like that right. to put another character up. I remember during that conversation, to, like, you, you know, remember. get pushed to the side and get killed. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's yeah. It's, like, it's it's so much. It was. Well, the cool thing about all it's, the spider, it's the way it's supposed to be done. All the spider well, people in general, they're they're not better or worse than each other. They're just different. Yeah, you know? exactly. They have different yeah. and they yeah. mesh well for that. You know. Yeah, and they're they're everybody they're, fills uh, it, a role. It was it was, they're cool. it was perfectly yeah. complimented. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's some other good books. You know, there's you know, the final issue of this volume of Thor came out this week. Pretty okay. good. Kind of rushed. Um, we don't know what's going on with Donny Cates. I've mentioned Donny Cates before. He was mm-hmm. writing Thor and writing um, Vanish and writing Hulk. And um, he kind of fell off the face of the earth a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he says he's okay, but like he has a history of like, you know, some abuse, you know, like, well, not abu- him being abusive, but like, I don't know what issue with uh, Donny, ha- you know, what he's going through in personal life, you know, but he, he had to come off his books that he w- was working on. So other people stepped in to kind of wrap up storylines a little bit rushed they did the best they could so okay. you know hopefully wherever donnie is he's uh he's doing well he and his family are okay yeah and wish like, him the best know, we sure. wish him well and mm-hmm. hope he comes back soon because uh, he's a great writer seems like a really cool dude too so mm-hmm. um he just had to cancel all his appearances all his books and stuff like that have been so yeah you get a little nervous when you hear something like that but i'm hoping he's all right um a surprise book this week i have to i want to plug oh yeah Dark Horse comics what you got the oddly Ooh, pedestrian life of christopher chaos interesting okay you know it's it he, sounds it sounds weird um james tinney in the fourth okay james tinney in the fourth i've mentioned him before he wrote uh the department of department of truth i, I got to meet him a couple of weeks ago he, he's oh, cool. a great guy he created the idea i remember you telling me about that Tate that sounded Rumble. like a lot of fun yeah he's awesome the the art is as isaac goodhart and it's a, it's a fun it's an interesting book because it's marketed very heavily as an LGBT um, come-of-age story. But I feel like they leaned too much into marketing at that because if you read the book, that's a part of it, but it's also so much more. This kid's just brilliant. He, right off the bat, we see he has a little crush on this guy in his class, and the guy winds up being a werewolf and gets killed, (laughs) and he's the only one who witnessed it, and no one believes him that this this (laughs) thing happens. He's trying to figure out a way. So it's it's a really cool idea for a story, but it's like if you took out him having the crush on this guy, the story wouldn't change at all yeah. at this okay, yeah, point, yeah. at least, you know, obviously it's going to fill out more, but it's like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping people didn't get like turned away from the book because that's what they heavily focused on. Cause it's so much more than that. The, this doesn't sound like a 40 year old trying to write a teenage boy. Right. It comes hmm. off as so authentic, his inner monologue, his, the self-deprecation, the humor. He's like, He's talking to a pigeon, but it's really the, where the pigeon, like he's, it's, it's like, instead of like breaking the fourth wall, he's like talking directly to this pigeon in the story okay. just mm-hmm. to like vent his like feelings. Because <laughs> obviously it's directed at us. Right. And it's so, it's so well done. It's such a great book so far. So that's Dark Horse Comics, The Oddly Pedestrian Life of Christopher Chaos. That's a great title. Um, okay. It originally appeared on Substack. Okay. Yeah, and and, Substack, and yeah. I, I, had this, I, I, I picked it up just, just based on it's a, 
association with James Tinian. Mm-hmm. I picked it up not knowing anything about it. And uh, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely, uh, it's, that's excellent awesome. book. One of the best books I read this week. Oh, cool. Cool. Oh, excellent. Cool. Thanks for sharing so that, that uh, little hidden gem with us, man. Ones. Yeah. Dark Horse. Yeah, get so out there. What do you got for me tonight? Uh, well, uh, you know, uh, I think a couple of weeks we were... Uh, we Sorry, were just... I, I derailed with the Spider-Man stuff. No, earlier. no, it's yeah. okay. So a couple of weeks ago on the show, we were talking a little bit about uh, the... Uh, Transformers Rise of the Beast trailer. Yeah, you guys. And I was kind of, and I was like, and I actually, and I, I had a friend who went to see it. He did not say good things about it, but really? that's that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, you know, which you know, who's surprised at this point? They're just cranking out content. Taste like the beast. They're not yeah, making right. films. They're making, or they're not making films. They're making content at this point. So you know, whatever. Um, just like us. <laughs> so I didn't go see it, but uh, you, uh, we were talking the other day, and you said that there was, they had done. Um, a Transformers G.I. Joe crossover series. And I'm thinking like, oh my God, G.I. Joe Transformers, two things from my childhood that I loved. And, you know, they crossed it over. Did you read yeah. that? Do you know a little bit about that? Well, it, has, it, it hasn't officially all come out yet. Oh, um, okay. okay. Not the whole thing, but I, some of it? Mar- Marvel, Com- well, yeah, Mar- Marvel Comics had the rights originally to the G.I. Joe and Transformers comics. Okay. And then... Um, for G.I. Joe, it went to like issue 155, and then IDW got the rights to the licensing. Yeah, and IDW just picked it up and was like, all right, we'll just start with like 156 and just keep going from there. Okay. And then they stopped with like 250 or whatever it was, was the last issue of IDW. And nobody knew this was happening. This was a completely stealth surprise. Mm-hmm. So Robert Kirkman, creator of The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. says, yep. I've got a new comic coming out. And it's going to be the beginning of a shared universe. You're not going to expect. So everyone's like, all right, well, maybe it's with his other properties. Because Image is not like Marvel and DC. Mm-hmm. Everything is generally creator-owned. And uh-huh. books don't usually share the same universe. You're mm-hmm. not going to see Walking Dead tying into Saga or anything like that. They exist in their own independent corners. Okay. Right? Okay. So everyone figured, all right, it's going to be some other Robert Kirkman. It'll be some other Robert Kirkman you know, book. He had just finished this like space saga called Oblivion Song. And the same creative team is on Void Rivals. So we're like, hey, it's probably connected to that somehow. All right, no big deal. Let's see where it goes. And it's, you guys remember the movie in the 80s, Enemy Mine? That yes, was a I do. Dennis Quaid movie. and yes, uh, Louis Gossett yeah. Jr., yeah. right? That, that was, uh, that that, was a great movie. Enemy Mine and The Last Starfighter <laughs> were kind of the same, uh, you know, space. Yeah. Cool stuff happening. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's one of those, it's, it's, it's two warring, you know, people. They're on, mm-hmm. they're on a planet. They've crash landed. They're at war with Darmok each other, and, Jalad. and they kind of have to stream their resources to survive. <laughs> right, they have, right. They, they have you know, a team they, they've got to survive. Un- unlikely it's, team, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There, there's so some, they, some racial so, tension you know, there, you know, between the alien and the human. And, of course, yeah. yeah. And, and you're reading the book, and it's it's pretty basic. I'm like, all right, where's this going? And they find this old spaceship, and they like, they're like, all right, we can if we can get enough power into this thing, we can jump it, and we can bounce. We can get off this rock together, mm-hmm. and we'll worry about it later. Yeah, so teamwork makes that, the dream work. charge up this... Well, they charge up the spaceship, and it's Jetfire, the Autobot. And oh, the spaceship okay. gets you know, tough. Fun, it trans, it, it trans. He's like, where is? He's, he's like, what happened to Cybertron? They're like, we don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> so he transforms, and he just takes off without them. Wow. So we, you know, we we. So it begins. This is the beginning of the. They're calling it the Dark Energon shared universe. Dark um, Energon. We're gonna see Ooh. a new trans. Yeah, we're gonna see a new Transformers book launch. Uh, later this year, brand new number one, all on, from Image Comics, and cool. we're going to see two new GI Joe books because the GI Joe books are going to be dealing with 
integrating G.I. Joe into this larger world, dealing with the, the ramifications of Transformers on Earth in addition to doing their own little thing. So it's going to be kind of like how Batman and Superman exist in the same universe. They don't mm -hmm. always cross over, mm -hmm. but they're going but to they're, at least reference when something yeah, big happens. Yeah, something big happens, gonna, it'll yeah. affect the other okay. one. Yeah, cool. Cobra Commander yeah, so takes gonna, over. Just off topic here for a second, I just want to say, hey, what's up to uh, my man Matt from That's Fair Podcasting, hey, who's, who's uh, watching us on the live stream right now. So awesome. thanks Good for the, we, we talked about cool. you earlier, man. Thanks for the shout out earlier so talk a little bit about starfield but yeah 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 and well, we talked we, we plugged you for starfield man all right no sorry about that so yeah um back to yeah, back cool. to what you were saying um so yeah so what happens in what happens on one like affects the other one and then we they will kind of occasionally yeah, like cross over and stuff effects. fun they're, they're gonna have two miniseries starting out it's gonna be a duke miniseries and a cobra commander series and then next yes. year cool yeah, it's just gonna be, it's, it's, it's gonna be interesting because he's gonna be doing he's gonna be starting with, not even starting with a new number one just continuing the number from where idw left off nice and it's a new jumping on point but kind of reintegrating everything and changing a little bit of things around to make it fit into this you know shared universe nice and um it's good we're going to have two miniseries an ongoing gi joe and an ongoing transformers and that's going to be how they're going to try and keep it trying to keep the circle small with the um like kind of like the ultimate universe is what he can compare it to uh, robert kirkman oh, it, that's uh, awesome. ultimate marvel just kind of kept it which is also coming back Ultimate, ultimate comics. Oh, the ultimates are. Too, oh, okay. So. Well, I mean, okay. oh, it's coming back. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess you gotta you gotta start fresh every so often. Everything so. old is new again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, so, Duel mentioned actually that um, was wiped out. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what was that? The Duel mentioned about uh, you know a lot of those TV shows when we were kids were were really made to sell toys, right? Um, right. And uh, you know oh, Transformers, yeah. GI Joe, and stuff. But GI Joe specifically, the. Uh, the toy market for that action man um, is, is, is crazy because there's stuff that happened in the comics that never happened in the TV show and vice versa. Mm -hmm. um, so you, it's, well, my, 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 my son is, you know, just got into like a lot of the, he, he plays with some of my old GI Joe's that I have from like, cool. you know, back in the day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but all the ones they make now, barely move or they're those like $25 like those like those big action figures and he has a couple of those but it's like they're just too expensive to be like they you are. Know, to buy a bunch for a kid I remember yeah it's, three it's and like three quarters cool, but it's like I remember going to the store yeah, they, yeah. They, they, those old ones were great these six inch ones are awesome but I mean they're, they're so cost prohibitive to playing with for a kid right right you know try to get them you know, you know a couple of those he, he loves the vipers he loves cool all those guys like no he's got a couple <laughs> of them but it's like same thing with the Star Wars. Like he's collecting all the stormtroopers that he can get. You know, oh, just, awesome. like, just like wants to get all the stormtroopers he can find. So he he likes those. Nice. But it's like, man, twenty five bucks a pop. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like yeah. when I was a kid, it was yeah. like nine dollars, ten dollars, and even that was a little steep back then. Some, yeah, some of those. And when, yeah, and, when and the, it's it's just most people didn't have like a huge collection of the new Star Wars figures that came out. Like uh, oh circa, no, yeah, you know, the late nineties, um, just because they were more expensive. Yeah. And they were bigger, and your original yeah, Star Wars figures so, could so, hang so out with more. your original GI Joes, no problem. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Three and three quarters is a great, a great thing. But yeah, vehicles, uh, characters, a lot of stuff aside, it's not quite one eighteenth scale. I believe is the other one where it's like more accurate. Um, and some GI Joe stuff is a big yeah. crossover there. But if you look at some of those old vehicles, especially the um, Rolling Thunder and a bunch of those things from the eighties. Uh, they they kind of are transformers in and of themselves. So this isn't really a stretch too much on a crossover, just from like a I don't know a toy perspective. You know? <laughs> it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be an interesting thing to see how much of it's gonna be tiny because like you know Kirkman is his whole purpose with this is to make it so that these properties can continue 
And, you know, Image has a lot of pull. Image is like the third biggest after, you know, it's after Marvel and DC, it's Image. And, you know, he's got the pull now. This is a guy who, remember when he sold Walking Dead to, you know, the, to the comic book company, he told them they were aliens. Right. You guys yeah, heard it, about that, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Interesting. No, no, I don't know. That was that was kind of the thing. There's, to him there's he, aliens. Like what? I guess that's that was the only way it would sell. Yeah. I thought I saw. But he, he's but he's known. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how he kept this a secret that this was going down because, like, I I I can tell you, like, you know, for me not to have known about it the day of, it was kept pretty secret. And he's wow. done things like this before. When when Walking Dead was um, not canceled, but he decided to end it. He didn't tell anybody. Mm -hmm. He had solicited three more months worth of That's issues. That's true. Yeah. So come, so these you know stores were ordering all of these issues, and they're like, oh, issue one fifty is going to be huge, or two whatever it's going to be is going to be a huge issue and stuff <laughs> yeah, like that. And they had all these things exist. ordered, mm -hmm. and then the issue hits the stand, and it's like the last issue. It's like psych. I made up all that shit. So that's hilarious. So I mean, like, I gotta give props to Kirkman for being a guy who that's, had a lie to get his comic that's, published. That's Andy Kaufman now, level like, the CEO. <laughs> yeah, well, now he's in charge. So he can do whatever the hell he yeah, wants. Exactly. <laughs> he's Sometimes it works out. He's, he's, he's paying the bills. That checks out. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's been uh, it's 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 going to be a Void Rivals itself. You know, might be you know decent. You know, I'm I'm definitely you know still keeping up with that, but I'm excited to see where they take the Transformers and like you know GI Joe in this new direction. Because, uh, you know, Marvel and DC are just kind of like, you know, doing a lot of different kind of recycling things. And uh, right, right. it's interesting to see what Image does with it. Because Image is not usually known for books like that, you know, for, for major properties. Image has been creator-owned pretty much from the start. They've mm -hmm. never, I don't think they've ever really done any licensed work before like this. Right. So oh. it'll be interesting to see how they do it, given that Image's whole thing has always been everything we write we're the owners of that's right. what separated them from marvel and dc you know you create something from all it's marvel's toy you create mm -hmm. something for dc it's dc toy. you create something for them it's yours that's the whole reason image it's, it's the whole reason image started so i'm curious right. to see how they're going to be doing dark horse and idw have been the ones like, with like the predator and the alien and like the other star right. wars you know things after marvel lost their licensing uh buffy the vampire slayer angel all those things so I'm uh, I'm curious to see how this is going to work in a in such an independent non-independent type you know capacity. It's mm -hmm. going to be interesting to see how they pull it off. Well, no, totally. We'll, we'll definitely so, yeah, I'm, I'm keep an eye on it, and uh, we'll and we'll be sure to report back into you every week for uh, for more updates, man. Absolutely. But uh, dude, thank you so much for for joining us. Um, always around. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll always, and we'll always. And, and we'll have you back next week, buddy. Just uh, just as we always do. No worries, man. Good. You guys It'll stay safe, all right? Thanks, all right, you, you too, man. Take care. I'll, we'll see you next week. Yeah. All right. All right. And that is... Uh, We've had some great conversations with uh, with him and, and and the other character on our show. Oh, yeah. Over last week. Character. Just character. Yeah. <laughs> this is like... A, yeah. Uh, everybody's a good character. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's pretty pretty awesome. I was guy, I've been dying to talk to him about the GI Joe Transformers connection, man. So I was so it's glad. Yeah, yeah, I was I was so glad we could have him on the sh come onto the show and talk to us but about you, that. You a know what bit. I'm saying, though, right? Like some of those vehicles were basically Transformers. Just oh yeah, absolutely. they didn't have a personality. And, I think and was like it? Stick, um, you know, I know it was. I think um, it was. Was it GI Joe? There was a Hasbro space station that launched. There was, was it Hasbro that made GI Joe? Yes. And yes. then which company made Transformers? It might have been. It might have Hasbro. also been Hasbro. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, somebody good because those those. I mean, Optimus Prime was heavy, man. Like he, he was, was made out of metal. Heavy metal. Stuff. Heavy metal. Yeah, 
Uh, I had the guy that had the cassette player you could put in his chest, and mm-hmm. the cassette was a dog. I had the oh, Decepticon yeah. one, not the Autobot one. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody had the Autobot one. Yeah, I had a couple. Of oh, that was a Soundwave. Soundwave. Freaking Soundwave. That yeah, was I didn't awesome. have. I had the the bad version of Soundwave, and it was cool because no, Soundwave was, was the bad guy. Oh, okay. I had Soundwave then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was a bad guy. He worked yeah. for he worked for uh, Megatron. And then we had uh, what was the Starscream? Um, he was. Star- great. Oh my God, Starscream! He was great. Starscream was on. Um, was on Beast Wars for an episode. Oh, cool. <laughs> I must be in command. Absolutely. Um, yeah, he had that weird Sorry. voice and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Starscream had a crazy voice in the show, and it was like... Yeah. <laughs> no, I, no, I love Starscream. But uh, yeah, he was on an episode of Beast Wars. It was kind of like... they. It was totally like... Um, fabricated like the way he came back in time and oh, stuff but yeah, it was sure, stupid but, yeah. but whatever it was fun whatever no yeah there were some cool ones man the, the, those were fun toys right. for sure well we spent a uh, we're almost at the hour mark we spent a good yeah. amount of time talking about entertainment news and comic books and pop culture and there's uh, a lot of people that really and like we were talking to a lot of people we about this to, a yeah, lot of people we, really we have to announce this only listen to our show for one uh segment that we do which is yeah which is Mysterious Worlds. Mysterious Worlds, Mysteries of the Unknown, all Do, that good stuff. Everybody, right, everybody likes to hear this. And we, we, we have talk, to address let's talk, the... Let's talk about this right now. Let's address the elephant in the room. Do Not you, the Mario elephant, but... Uh, do you want to... Yes. All right. Done. Yeah, right. We're, we're... So, due so, to popular demand, we are going to... Not necessarily break that off as a... As, as, as not a part of this show, but what we're going to do is have its own show where that's all we talk it's about a in a show. long format so now we'll still we'll still do mysterious world here absolutely, absolutely. but um we are going to do a zumundo spinoff of mysterious world so yeah. it'll just be it'll just be a supernatural There's already, like people like okay. thumbs up and and stuff oh yeah that. yeah it's ridiculous <laughs> uh yeah so you're gonna get a long format uh you know i always give shout outs to like guys like joe rogan and stuff like that who have great shows that talk about this stuff mm-hmm. and everybody loves listening the entire thing and they're glued to their seats uh and we're gonna do that uh, yeah because that's because that's what you guys want like you're wants. like you and, and some people and like some people say like you know we, absolute we, blast to talk about all that stuff yeah so I'm down too. Well, yeah, and people have said like you know I've heard two things. Uh, one, like you know, hey, we enjoy the whole show, or they've said like you know we don't really care about the other stuff. We just tune in for Mysterious World. Yeah. You guys should just do a Mysterious World show. So we're gonna do a Zum- Mysterious World. Zumundo's Mysterious World. I don't know working title. So it's uh, yeah. we we got a lot of things to talk about for that. But uh, stay tuned, guys. We'll uh, we'll do a Mysterious World spinoff show that's gonna be coming your way soon. But for now. Let's talk about the mysterious world. Yeah. Mysterious world. Mysterious world where we get into the mysteries of the unknown. And let's go ahead and get into it, shall we? Uh, yeah. I feel like <laughs> I should have just said that. <laughs> no, yes, absolutely. What do you got for us? All right. This so week? Uh, this week, so I, I thought this was kind of fun. So as I mentioned, um, you know, we, I, I just came back from vacation not too long ago. Yes, and you did. while we were on vacation, um, yeah, that's nice. Um, yeah, that is good, Dan. Yeah, uh, we went to New Orleans. Yeah, and, yeah. And while we were in New Orleans, I did a uh, I did a ghost tour in New Orleans. It was nice. A lot of fun. Ghost so, tours are so much yeah, fun. I mean, man. any place. Totally. I mean, I, I we did one uh, when we were in Savannah. I did one in Gettysburg. Oh, Gettysburg is a. Good, I did a I'm, couple I'm, up there. Oh, actually, that would yeah. be a cool place to do a ghost. Oh tour. yeah, somebody took a picture and there was like a weird thing in it. Maybe Ooh, it was a ghost. Yeah, could have been. Yeah, lost soul on the battlefield, man. Who knows. 
But uh, the funny thing is, you know, it's basically anywhere where there's a lot of history. Yeah, there's there, a lot of ghosts. There tends to be ghost tours and things. So, uh, you know, we did the one in Savannah. Okay. And so, and of course, we we went to New Orleans. So, of course. New Orleans is a ghost tour. We did the, we yeah. did the, the New Orleans ghost tour. And so. I mean that in a good way, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Um, but. New Orleans has has a lot of ghost stories and ghost legends and everything like that, but they are also vampires, huge vampire. Mecca. They're really known for vampires. You know and about vampires, don't you, Keith? I know a lot about vampires. I love vampires. You know, awesome. um, I think you, you dated I, a vampire. Oh man. my god! <laughs> uh, didn't Little we? Side didn't story. we all? So when uh, so when we didn't were we when we were in high school in like the late nineties. Like uh, White Wolf's Vampire: The Masquerade had kind very of very popular uh, game had kind of like picked up a little bit and Q <laughs> smoke had uh, kind of picked up a little bit and uh, you know how like this is hilarious. it's really important it's really them. important for like high school kids to they find have to, an, they find have to have an identity, identity yeah, and something to like latch onto or, and yeah. you know now it's something else but when we were in, we didn't when we identify were in high with school, anything we yeah. just did our own we thing. just well we I identified as a Dungeons and Dragons player so that was kind of fun i guess yeah well but, um, if not somebody else i'm sure identified us as Dungeons and dragons players but the big thing back then was uh vampires and werewolves and there was actually like a, if i remember correctly there was like a feud between the vampires and oh the my werewolves. god they were gonna fight weren't they yeah one time? they were gonna fight or something <laughs> because they like, were vampires and werewolves and that's and what vampires and, and werewolves do. i don't know I, picture, I pictured like a uh I don't know, like a 90s, like the Matrix to go down in our high school or something, right? But of course, nobody ever fought because they're, you're pretending to be a vampire and somebody else is pretending to be a werewolf. So yeah, yeah it wasn't a thing. Like it was, it was entertaining at lunch. Though, oh no, it was to extremely entertaining to watch yeah. all this stuff go down. Yeah, but um, but or rather a, not go down. Yeah, but we're gonna talk about a vampire. Violence it, is never the answer. Except for when it is. Uh, so we're going to talk about a um, violence is always a potential answer. vampire <laughs> of history, and this is something I learned about on the on the on the ghost tour. All right, cool. Nicholas Cage. So, uh, and actually, no, but Nicholas Cage has a has a uh, a grave for himself in New Orleans. I, that I visited was the freakiest so thing. I, I, I went, I went, and I visited the future resting place of Nicholas Cage. I don't know if I believe it, but it's there, and and, it, and that's it, really also funny because a bro, lot of people it, think that Nicholas like Cage has a drawer at the bottom of it like it is just, that's where his body's gonna go yeah you just pull him out yeah just to take a look at it yeah because well because you can't bury bodies in new orleans well because of the water table yeah right? exactly so you basically just have to put into a concrete block i believe they're called above ground mausoleum mausoleum, mausoleum correct yeah. yep so yeah far out sorry um, yeah that's okay so we got and it's just funny because a lot of people think that nicholas cage is a vampire but uh, that's why they're here nor there. I need to get, I'm getting know, off, I'm I'm, we're way off topic here, but that's okay. I'll get back to it. Um, so as I learned in New Orleans, there's a lot of um, vampiric legends and lore. So, um, so many, in fact, I could do an entire podcast on like just this topic alone about the vampire, about the vampires of New Orleans. Zumunda Mysterious World. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, yeah, three, well, maybe we'll, maybe, maybe yeah. we'll come back and we'll do like a, a whole episode on uh, vampires of New Orleans and that'll yeah. be fun. Um, so these legends have always been part of New Orleans culture, right? Mm -hmm. But they really started to gain steam in uh, the 1980s when a local writer from New Orleans pulled a lot from these legends and lore to write a little book that you, <laughs> know what you might say. you might have heard of. Uh, um, I think everybody's heard of it. Her name was her name was Anne Rice, old Annie Rice, and that book was called Interview with a Vampire, which was also adapted to film, which was a great movie. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, starring yours truly, you. 
You were in no, that not movie? not yours truly, but like we had, we had, we had Tom Cruise, Brad we had Pitt, freaking Brad Pitt, and Antonio and Banderas. Antonio Banderas, Antonio Banderas, which Banderas. might technically make it the sexiest male movie. Oh of all no, time. Antonio, don't do it. It's too sexy. No. <laughs> but that's not the and here a great there. version so, of Sympathy for the Devil by that was uh, uh, Rolling Rolling Stones, right? The Rolling Stones did the original one, but I, I, I think they did the uh, Guns N' Roses version in that movie, Ooh, right? fun. I didn't know that. Yeah. And then they made a couple other sequels that were horrible. Of course. And that's because vampire culture had taken... Oh, Kristen Dunst was in that movie, too. She was. Yeah. She was the kid vampire. Mm-hmm. It was creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so these... Uh, these these legends have always been kind of a part of New or- New Orleans culture, um, but in order to tell the story of uh, Count Saint Germain, or actually, let me rephrase that. Uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna call him Germain for right now. Jock Saint Germain, right, was his name. So, in order to tell the story of Jock Saint Germain, this uh, alleged vampire in New Orleans, we first got to go back to Europe um, to the 1700s. Okay. Um, there was a man there named Count Saint Germain. Now, Count Saint Germain was uh, an unusual person. He lived in Europe in the 1700s, and this guy mastered the piano, and they mastered the violin. He spoke Ooh. six different languages. He was charming, charismatic. He composed uh, several musical arrangements. He was extremely wealthy. Nobody knew where his wealth came from. Ooh, like the Gadsby. Exactly. Um, or, you know, how he obtained this money. And they didn't even know where his family came from, although some accounts, according to legends, say that uh, he was the son of a prince in Transylvania. Ooh. Ooh I know. It all comes back to Transylvania. To Vlad, dude. To Vlad. Yeah. To Vlad Tepes. Um, so well, this guy, one of his greatest... Taylor, right? So, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So one of this guy's uh, greatest passions was alchemy. And uh, he was believed to have an extraordinary talent for maintaining his youth. Okay, so alchemy is not maintaining your youth, though. Yeah, well, yeah, no, but he okay. they, they say, like, he brewed potions and things. Ooh. All right. Um, he was believed to have an extraordinary, extraordinary talent for maintaining his youth, and the philosopher Voltaire called him, quote, the man who knows everything and who never dies. Kind of oh, interesting. I like that. No. Yeah. So nobody knew this guy's age. Most friends are like, you are the man who drinks too much and takes your pants off at parties. Or, you know, so <laughs> yeah, funny exactly. things like that. Yeah, like that's what they say about like, you. Like like your your friends never say, uh, yeah, he's the smartest and most wise person I've ever met. <laughs> and he is awesome and can fly. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, this is a good friends he's got. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, nobody's saying that you're the man that knows everything then then who never ages or never dies. Um, I do know that man. Yeah, and, and, and like, and everybody knows your true age. Nobody knows. Nobody knew this guy's age. Um, and as a matter of fact, Far in out. all of the portraits that have ever been painted of him, he looked around forty years old. Oh, okay, so old. He didn't age, seem yeah, to. Yeah. He didn't seem to age. Basically, he continued to appear so. He's, so. he's Sean Connery. Yeah, then, he continued right? to appear that age in the portraits for over over fifty years. So Ooh. you know, so you know, we don't really know how old he was when he died, but or if he died. But a lot of people say that uh, he would boast about being over 500 years old, which is like crazy, right? Like you can't well, can't be that old. <laughs> didn't uh, didn't did Will Sasso's uh, impersonation of Jesse Ventura? He's like, I'm I'm I'm, I'm eternal. Like, <laughs> like I'm over 5,000 years old. But, yeah, uh, those are great. You should look them up. Oh yeah, no, yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah. Um. So there is that guy at the party that's less. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that could happen, right? So. 
Count Saint Germain. Now he supposedly right. died in 1784. <laughs> this is getting. I know ridiculous. you like this. <laughs> if you guys are listening to this oh, and you're yeah. not watching on, on one of the two live streams, there's a fog yeah. machine, and I'm having fun with it as I tell the yeah. creepy stories. Here we go. Everybody on TikTok thinks we're like <laughs> testing out. We're like new, we're yeah, smoking yeah, weed in yeah, here. Exactly. <laughs> it's but it's funny because in our in our monitors it looks computer generated. Yeah. Like, it's just because of the frame rate of the camera. It's great. Um. Anyways, so. Count St. Germain supposedly, supposedly died in 1784. Okay. Even though nobody... There yeah, was, are you there about was, to tell me this man there comes was no back? Witness, there was no witnesses to it. A no now, witness death. According to legend, there was a man named Jacques. Jacques or Jacques? Jacques. Jacques. Jacques St. Germain. Okay. He moved to New Orleans from France... In 1902. If I'm not mistaken, New Orleans has a lot of French culture. But it, you were not mistaken. So Jacques is probably not an uncommon name. Yeah, and he moved He moved to New okay. Orleans from France in 1902. But he did He did, He did. did share a last from name. from France. Yeah, he shared a last name with Count St. Germain. They could be related. Um, could be. Right. I'm not doing that, by the way. No, that's the not. Fog coming that's in, that's, that's not the, me. Yeah. <laughs> Saint, um, Saint so this Germain. is so in 1902. This is 108 years after the supposed death of Count Saint Germain. Okay, this guy uh, also fits the same physical description of Count Saint Germain. He was wealthy, well educated, um, and he would throw these lavish parties in the French Quarter. Who you know? And the French Quarter is not that big. It's it's not that big. So you got to have some money to live um, in there, probably yeah. back in the day. And he did have money, and even that nobody knew where his wealth came from. Or where, or, you know, what his life was before he moved from France. And uh, did nobody... You go to that, did you go to that goth bar while you were there? I did not. Oh, okay. Um, and, and according to one of the stories, while he was throwing these lavish parties, nobody saw him eat. Like, he would just, he would sit there and sip wine. Well, okay, so for the record, if I'm boozing, I... I'm one of those people. I don't have an appetite. Like, you know, some yeah, people get drunk and they're like, let's go to Denny's. Like, I'm not one of them. Mm-hmm. So that can be a normal... Could be. That's not convincing me he's a vampire. Okay. Yeah. Well, here's the next thing. Um, one night, several months after moving to New Orleans, he brings this lady home from the bar, right? Okay. All right. So um, out on his balcony, he's, he's out there. This is on the corner of, uh, if anybody out there has been to New Orleans and you know the area really well. Perfect. This is This is the house on the corner of Ursuline and Royal Street, and it's still there today. Um, cool. Yeah, cool. Very he cool. he grabs this woman that he brought home from the bar, and he tries to bite her neck. Um, she escaped by jumping off the second story balcony onto the street, and, like which injured her leg. You can definitely live. They're not that high. Yeah, yeah, they're not that yeah. high. I mean, but she did hurt herself. I've eaten dinner on the second floor. She there. like, I think she like broke her leg, but she like, she yeah, stumbled I mean, it's away. A street. I mean, yeah. it's not like there's a yeah. Um, Soft place. To police land. searched the home. I mean, she she ran out and found the police. Police came in. They searched the home, and they found uh, blood stains all over the house and wine bottles. Now, according to there's two different accounts of the legend. According to who you ask, uh, the wine bottles were either a filled with blood or b Ooh. had blood mixed into the wine. Both are creepy. Yeah. 
Are you and sure it wasn't two Pinot Grigios mixed together? <laughs> I don't know. I am drinking the blood of my enemies uh, yeah. tonight, so that's yeah. uh, there's that. No, I'm, I'm making a joke, of course, but you know, red wine is red and Merlot, yeah. and things are thick. Well, right? apparently they had blood mixed. Into so the it was wine, legit. So. Okay. So yeah, of fun. course. That's, um, that's and then creepy, man. Yeah, for count, sure. Or I'm sorry, not Count Jacques Saint Germain was never seen again. Oh, so he like, just vanished? He just vanished after that. Did he turn into a bunch of little bats and fly off? He might have. He might have he might have looked like this. He might have just um <laughs> he might have just been shamefully bad at dating and then tried to bite a chick and then had to leave town. And then just had to skip town. It's very true. Yeah. But um I just thought it was really funny because uh the funny thing is there's uh there are a lot of vampire cults That's a in cool New story, man. There, there's there's actually Currently, Did you vamp- say cults. Cults. There are vampire cults in New Orleans. Like very, okay. yeah, very accurately. Um, uh, there, when we were on our ghost tour, Jeez. the guy that was doing it was just like, just so you know, there are like secret vampire clubs here, and like I there know are. where they are. I've been to one of them, but I yeah. don't know. I no, don't I don't know the pass. That. I can't. I don't know the passwords. Yeah, I don't to get know in. if I was there. I went to that dungeon bar that's right there in the corner on, uh, on. Uh, I mean, this is a million years ago mm-hmm. um, on Bourbon Street, right. Uh, and it's cool. It's red. There's not really much going on. And then all of a sudden there is something going on and there's like all these people and they're super gothed out and, uh, and that's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's just a you party know, scene that develops, you know, it's was, uh, um, after, I, you it know, was after, I, I went there because they played rock and roll music and I am a rock and roll musician and I happen to like rocking out. Yeah. <laughs> With I'll talk to that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hey, well, that's 80 style. Sometimes. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Those are all, all, uh, yeah, it's a, New Orleans is a wild place, man. You can yeah. go to Cafe Dumont, have oh, some yeah. coffee. We, uh, well, we went to Cafe Dumont, but the line was insanely uh, yeah. long, so we went to a different cafe. Inside. I was surprised we got a table when we went. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Um, that was a nice day, though. Um, yeah. Yeah, but like going out there, like, you know, you got the drunk guys drinking like Keep talking. third hand I, I got to top myself off um, here. So, you know, this, I'm just, I'm going right street, over here. Keep talking. Um, it, the street is pretty, uh, pretty gnarly smelling at times. Um, but they yeah, do they, they they do clean it up and stuff it's, and it's cool. But you know Trent Reznor lives there, right? Nine Inch Nails, yeah. Or he has a house somewhere near there, um, and uh, records a you know a bunch of awesome music and stuff. So it's, it's it's a town with a really cool amount of stuff going on. You Including know, huge yeah. huge huge um, you know LGBT community, mm-hmm. um, you know huge music community like jazz and stuff like that and like real jazz bands. We were talking about this the other day, like just a lot of really cool stuff going on. Um, I was in a jazz club and uh, there was like this piano player, bass player and like a drummer, just like old school, just chopping it up. And the, and the, the piano player was blind. You oh, know, nice. It was just like really cool That's stuff. That's really cool. And, and like where you sat, like there's like these little bench seats, right? And then get like a little bench table, just enough to put your beer on, right? Right. And uh, and then everybody just kind of sit together, even if you didn't know each other. Sure. Yeah, it was it was like a really cool experience down there. And and you see a lot of that stuff. And then you get, you know, regular blue stuff. Bluegrass is big there. Like all kinds of other things. There's a bunch of strip clubs on Bourbon Street. There's like all kinds well, there's, of stuff uh, going on down there. There's also vampires, apparently. And there's a lot of vampires who probably frequent all of those establishments. Yeah, let's do, uh, you know, maybe for our first episode of the Mysterious World podcast, we'll just uh, we'll That was go, me we'll... ranting about uh, New Orleans and what I can remember. That's okay. Right? Yeah. It's fine. I didn't spend a lot of time down there, but yeah, pretty neat place. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, that was uh, that's that was kind of a mysterious world tonight. Um, but guys, don't worry, we're going to do a whole mysterious world but wait, podcast. More, so, yeah. 
Yeah, so that's that's our dedication to this. We're gonna we're gonna dive into it with uh, yeah some more mysterious world stuff for you. Good. We're gonna talk a lot about vampires, a lot of a lot of ghost stories, recent ghost stories that mm-hmm. we've been hearing from people that we know. Yeah, uh, a lot of alien stuff has been coming out, so we're gonna touch on all that. It's maybe you know, maybe we'll have uh, maybe we'll have Chris. It also Chris is uh, gives us an into like another in like an out. Cause a lot of you guys have asked to be on the show, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of friends and stuff like that. And there's people who have experiences and knowledge in certain areas. Yeah. And in the mysterious world is a um, great place to bring somebody on. Yeah, and actually I'm, I'm probably going to bring, uh, bring my dad on and let your him dad talk about has the, the he's most got some mysterious story. world. My dad's got some stories. So. And I can, t- I can attest that they're all true, <laughs> which is really cool. Can you though? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe him. Yo, <laughs> I don't know why, but I do. I don't know why, but I do. All right. Well, uh, we get we go through the mysterious world every week, but then we also navigate through this world of and by, life. By navigate, he means going south to Boca Raton. <laughs> but sometimes, as we're navigating through life, we I need get, we need a little bit of uh, we need a little bit of advice to pull us through, and that's why some guidance. Yeah, wisdom. we need some guidance from our elders, and that's why I call in my dear old Uncle Chuck. Now retired down in Florida is where he lives. He's a dear old man with some advice to give. If you don't like it, then I guess you're out of luck. It's time for advice from your dear old Uncle Chuck. Uncle Chuck gives a f- Oh, God. All right. It's been a couple weeks. Hey, Uncle Chuck, how you doing? Oh, God, you remembered I'm alive, kiddo. Yeah, I know. It's well, <laughs> Uncle Chuck. I went on. I went on vacation, and I've been away. And then oh, we couldn't. So did I. Oh, really? Where'd you go, Uncle Chuck? Oh, I, 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 I took Helen to uh, a surprise trip to uh, Tijuana. Oh, really? She, oh, wow. uh, she was really surprised. Let me tell you, she had. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It really charmed her. You ever want to? You ever want to charm the pants off a chick? You take them to Tijuana. Get them the te- tequila shots. They'll be handling more sack than a medieval Ew. peasant on grain okay. selling day. Ew. Um, First of all, how interesting? How, how long have you known Helen now? Alliteration. About four years. Okay, just checking. Four years. All right, okay. right. Where where did you meet Helen? Tijuana. Uh, in, in the community. Oh, okay. She is. She is part of the community. She's. She is age appropriate, so that's good. Yeah. She. Well, I mean, you know, she she has a cute daughter, but uh, you know, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't I recommend made a suggestion that, Uncle Chuck. Once, and I I made a suggestion once, once and Did, I had to buy her something nice. Yeah, I don't imagine that went yeah, very well. Yeah, it, yeah. Well, it um, did not. Yeah, it did, did not. Yeah. <laughs> it's a compliment to tell a woman that her daughter has a nice ass. It's I a compliment you know what? on it her might genetic. Not be a compliment? You think it is, Uncle Chuck? Genetic compliments <laughs> on the next Oprah. It's how I meant it. <laughs> I believe you. I don't know why, but I do. All right, Uncle Chuck. You know, it's actually kind of funny um, that you bring that up, Uncle Chuck, because I, I have. Uh, I have another relationship question. I had an email come in, and uh, this is <laughs> what I'm just laughing because I know it's going to be a disaster. <laughs> this is from uh, Joey K, and uh, he, he he came in with this question for Uncle Chuck. So let's uh, <laughs> are 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 you ready? Are you ready to dispense some wise life advice yet again? 
I, I am always willing to dispense advice to anyone who will listen, <laughs> even people who won't. <laughs> That's true. Here's uh, Joey K writes in, Dear Uncle Chuck, I got into a relationship a little over six months ago. I immediately cut off all the girls I was talking to, including my most frequent booty call. <laughs> I did my best to slide out of those DMs, but she will still text me every couple of weeks. I give non-committal responses, but she just isn't getting the hints. How can I get rid of her without being an asshole? Thanks in advance, Joey K. <laughs> oh, this is right up my alley. Oh, I can't because, wait. Because, you know, some days I'm, you know, you know us Dalton men, we are generous lovers and we are drowning in pussy. Oh my so, God. <laughs> <laughs> really? So I, I, I didn't, I, I wasn't I aware of that. <laughs> I can tell you stories about our reputation. Now that's okay. I, I'm gonna please think tell me you're a generous lover, kiddo. I, you know, because other you have a reputation to unhold. Your father fucks. Oh God. And, oh. and your uncle fucks. Oh Jesus. So like a pro. <laughs> you get out there and you fuck too. It's, I, it's your destiny. It's great and advice. Fuck well. It's your destiny. This is this is your. You're the count. I hate my life. You're so the count much. of boning. I hate my <laughs> life so fucking much. This is your family's legacy. You got to keep carrying. <sighs> All it right. On. So, given that uh, you you just told me all those things, uh, what advice do you have for Joey K to get rid of this um, this very clingy former booty call that won't stop texting him? Well, he ha he has two options. Okay. The, the the first would be to pretend he's retarded now <laughs> like, and you know claim that he got well, into a horrible car accident oh. and just pretend that he has no brain left and just be and you know, it, like at my age you pretend you have a stroke <laughs> and nothing turns women off more than, than a brain damage a stroke victim wow <laughs> wow uncle chuck um so you said that so his first option is um pretend he has pretend a he, he has out. a mental defect yes because let's face it if she if she gets mad at him was dating her in because the first like place oh how dare he have gotten in a how dare he have had brain trauma well she's a bitch and he comes out smelling like a rose, and no one questions why he doesn't want anything to do with her. So mm. Tourette's your way out of this one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's one. You said that's one of Th That's of an two? option. Okay. Uh, now, the other is, and it, admittedly, you, you have to, your partner has to be on board with this. Sure. And it takes a certain sort of woman to board with this. Mm, okay. You agree, and you you meet with the ex, and you give her the absolute worst lay of her life. Oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> and now you know, Joey, your girlfriend, your current love, 
might not be on board, but explain to her that it's not about your pleasure, it's and for, it's certainly it's, not about this other bitch's it's, it's pleasure. It's clear, clearly for science. Just like, listen, I'm, yeah, clearly for science. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. yeah it, it's go away sex. <laughs> wow. So, like, I don't know, drool on her or... I don't. I don't. I don't really know what this. Well, I mean, you could incorporate both. You could incorporate both. Oh my gosh! Because again, I was just gonna complains. say that you could be both. You could be like, well, if you want to meet, we can. I just, I had this happen, and now my, me brain not works so good anymore. And then if she still wants Brutal. to meet up at that point, you can just, you know. Yeah, you just go down on her and you start drooling at it. Oh God! I really hope my parents. So good. I really hope my parents don't ever listen to the show. Oh man, God. you're you're it's so awkward. Well, I would very much hope before that, my eyes. that my brother doesn't do this to his wife. Oh, oh God! All right, that's okay. enough of that. Yeah, Goodbye, shocking. Uncle Chuck. Oh my Good God! God Almighty! All right, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I love that. No, guy. God! Oh, uh, don't I don't ever need. Look, I know I'm not. Related oh. to Uncle Chuck the way you are, but I feel like he's part of my family too, uh. and I'm proud to have witnessed that shit show. Oh God! Oh. Why? Why do I keep calling him? Why do I keep letting him call in every it's week? It's because you care. Oh, it's because you care, and you realize that you won't have these conversations forever. And it's important to spend time. I think it'll be great when I'm not having these conversations anymore. You know what? But you're going to look back on But maybe, sorry, maybe my crystal you know skull I don't know, maybe one of these you know ridiculous. what? Maybe like after after Uncle Chuck dies. Oh god, don't we say can that. we can incorporate Mysterious World and Uncle Chuck with a Ouija board together into one segment. Hey, so Ouija boards we, are a subject that we're going to discuss and a lot of people get emotional as soon Ouija as you, boards are bullshit. As soon as you say that. No, a lot of people think they're uh they're pretty, pretty much the worst thing you can possibly do. I think they're ridiculous. I just they're they're a Parker Brothers game, think man. That one was yeah. But you ever hear the story, dude? I well, we're you know what? We're actually doing a long form uh, post show this evening, right? Are we still doing that? Oh yeah, well, we're gonna well we're yeah. we're about to wrap so up this episode. I will literally tell you the story of Bedlam and Goliath. What on the that? next show. All right. Yeah. yeah. We're going to do an after hour show here in just a few minutes, especially since we missed an episode last week. Uh, we're going to close out this episode here in just a couple minutes. But if you're on the live with us, we're going to keep going. There's going to be like a whole yeah. legit after show. And this clearly week, so. there's going to be some stuff about rock and roll bands, Ouija boards. And like, I don't know. Like we're just going off the yeah. cuff for this. It's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. So it'll be, uh, what are we on? Episode eight right now? This is currently episode. So eight. it'll be episode 8.5. 8.5. There you go. Or eight and On a half. the Richter scale. That's a big number, man. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a devastational earthquake. <laughs> yeah. Usually I say um I say we'll we'll see you next week, but uh, we'll see you here in, in just a few we'll minutes. See you in 30 seconds or yeah, less. That's always a good time, right? I always long enough to find another white claw. <laughs> it, that's cool. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll take a little a break claw, and then we'll yeah. go over there and Refill our drinks. Do the show, and so get I drank the other two. Oh, you, pack how, how many last beers week? in are you right now? Oh, this is the this is I'm halfway through the second one, but oh, know, okay. Just, well, yeah. that's like an eight, yeah. an, an but 8. it was 5. a four pack, and we didn't do the show last week, so I had two. That's true. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, well, we're gonna and make we up for Star it right Wars now. Afterlife. Afterlife. That, or, or, sorry, uh, sorry, Ghostbusters Afterlife. It was great. Yeah, that was something. It was definitely something.